ABF Creative. ABF Creative. Hey, 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 what's up, everybody? It's your girl, Miss P, and it is time for another word with Miss P. I hope you are ready for another episode because I am. Why? Because it's the finale. On today's episode, I will be tackling the season six finale, which is episode number 17 of The Real Housewives of Potomac. I can't believe we did the whole thing. Like, I can't believe that. It's like we were consistently here. You know what I'm saying? I believe we missed episode number one, but for 16 episodes, we've been knocking the thing out. And I'm really excited about that. Look at us being accountable, consistent, and y'all have been listening in each and every week. And I'm so, I'm so happy. But this episode, honey, we just going to go ahead and get into it. And baby, you do not want to miss this week's What You Say Happen Now topics, honey. Let's just go on and let's go on and get into it, honey. Cue that music. Charles, let's go ahead and get into this Real Housewives of Potomac episode. And this one is entitled Altered State of Mind. Now, I have to say Bravo has just been doing it with the titles. And again, thank you all so much for listening. And we have hit the finale. Now, I am so excited for these reunions, honey. And I, t- you know what? I don't know how this timed itself like this. But for those of you who don't know, Miss P is about to have a baby. Yes, I know it's weeks away. Actually, no, it's not weeks. uh, Like literally he can come in the next three weeks. Okay. So basically the reunion is coming up and Miss P is going to do every reunion. Okay. We're going to cross our fingers because I got to get to the Nicki Minaj. I got to talk about this. So I need a little player down here to, you know, do right. Okay, and I need Bravo to do right. I don't need them to have 50 million reunions. Part eight, seven, six. You know how Bravo does. So hopefully they do one through three. And hopefully Nikki come out this upcoming week. Okay, because we all ready. But, you know, good and damn well, Bravo is not going to do that. They're going to make us wait. Okay, and that's all right. So either way, I'm waiting for this reunion and I'm also waiting for my little bun in the oven, okay, to come on out, okay? So I'm really excited about it and hopefully you guys are too. Thank y'all so much for all the love, all the well wishes and even during this podcast, honey, if I'm sounding like Biggie Smalls, baby, baby, if you hear my breathing kind of labored, that's why, honey, because somebody, okay, is hanging out. You know, taking up all my little room. And if you've seen me in person, even if you haven't, I'm all belly. Okay. And I mean, I've gained some weight, but I am all belly over here, you know, but his time is coming up. He's going to be evicted pretty soon in the next couple of weeks. And uh, I think it's going to be so cute. So I'm excited for it. Of course, I'll keep you guys updated and I will let you guys know. But Miss P, I'm not going nowhere. Okay. I've told everybody. Okay. Including the producers of this show. Shout out to the producers. Y'all are like fantastic. My team is amazing. But I have told everybody, honey, I can, child, that's the least I can do is put this mic connected to the bed. You know what I'm saying? And let y'all know what's going on with me. You know, as far as video stuff, you know, that's, that's a lot for the kid to do. But um, audio, child, I can be right here be right here SWV but um yeah y'all just stay tuned for (laughs) the topics and what comes out but definitely I've had a lot of people ask me Miss P oh my god are you gonna review 
the reunions. And yes, honey, I'm going to try my best. Okay. Now, granted, I can't do it from the hospital bed, but I will be back. Okay, to review those reunions. So uh, this week, definitely for the reunion part one, two and three, we're going to put a little asterisk on them things. Okay, we're going to see. But either way, it's time for the vow renewal. And when they showed the picture from 25 years ago of little Ray Ray and Karen, I was like, Hoppo, who are those people? I ain't never seen all the little Ray Ray's eyeballs. I ain't never seen them standing up straight. Karen, she did look like herself. But I was like, what the hell? This is amazing. I love seeing old pictures of people because you sometimes they don't even look like themselves. And shout out to little Ray Ray. I said, look at him. I really want to be like Karen when I get older. Just not giving a whole damn, being extra as hell. And that's just, it is what it is. And everybody in her life on her team knows that she's so damn extra. And I'm here for it. I, I really am. Now, my aha was I cackled when she said, I just want to be an example to Giselle and Robin, you know, for holding it in there for 25 years, because I mean, they they have not. I almost fell out of my seat. But I have to say, you know, child, when you are 25 years in, child, can't nobody take that away from you. I think my parents are how far? How old am I? Let me see. Let me add care to two minus seven. And then put another three on it. I think they've been married 32 years. And I'm like, damn. But that's for anybody. I'm sorry. <laughs> but it's like when you put that extra time up in that thing. And you have been with that person. You don't rock with that person. Yeah, you're going to have a vow renewal. Because it's like, who? Who can I run to? Escape. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to my parentals. They're, um, oh my God, this month, their anniversary, Tony, Tony, Tony is coming up. I think they, yeah, it'll be 33 years. That's amazing. Shout out to everybody who's been married you know, and being ride or die. Now, not ride or die in a crazy, stupid way, because some people, they be ride or dying for some crazy ass shit. But shout out to everybody that's been married whenever your anniversary was. Shout out to you and just make it last forever. Keep sweat, okay? Because it's hard out here. You know what I'm talking about? Honey, I'm only, how many months am I in? I think I'm four months in, honey. I, I can't, oh my God, not saying I can't, but I'm just saying, like, it's amazing. The institution of marriage is amazing, but relationships are work, honey, and you got to work at it, okay? You you got to know how to work it. I'm moving my arms like Gina was on that biggie episode of Martin. But anyway, um, her daughter can't make it because she's sick, so her son will be giving her away like he did 25 years ago. I said, look at God, isn't that cute? I think that's adorable. Speaking of couples, Ashley and Michael are going to go out to eat. Honey, I hold my breath every time <sighs> Ashley and Michael get ready to talk. And here comes the bromance of Juan and Robin. I said, well, look at God. Michael then came out and here come Juan. Now, the question was at the table, will Michael come around the group again? And he was like, I really don't want to be around uh, Candace and Chris. He, he just can't stand the Bassets. And then they start talking about their money situation, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm sitting here like, Michael, how about instead of talking about that, you start taking care of your family. OK, you start coming home. Uh huh. You start making sure that Ashley and the little Sharon is all right. How about that? How about you do that, sir? Sometimes people just love to talk about other people and they're not even thinking about their situation or doing poorly in their neck of the woods. Okay. That's something that I've been working on this year is shutting the hell up. 
Okay, minding my damn business. And it's actually been working out really well, okay? Now, the eye is a lot of people love to mind my business, but the thing is, I don't give you much to mind. Well, yes, I do. I give people enough to mind, especially this year with everything that I've had going on. But at the same time, I have so much shit going on that I don't have time to be in other people's shit. I don't have time to pull back the layers. I don't have time to think about anybody's financial situation. I just don't have the time. I really don't. So I feel like my... Michael and Ashley, it's the same thing. Y'all just had a baby. Y'all do not have the time, okay? You really don't. If you don't like somebody, you don't want to be around them, you don't have to be. And we've seen Michael the whole season. He hasn't been around. And honey, you know how to get Casper the ghost. You know how to do it. So, my God, another baby for Juan and Robin? No, I don't think so. I don't think they should do it. Um, She was like, <laughs> I really didn't enjoy it 13 years ago. I said, bonk. Well, there you go. I'm sitting here like, why is this even a topic? Juan, she was like, I mean, you don't, <laughs> you didn't change no diapers. And he was like, Rob, don't do that. And I said, uh-oh. But then I was also thinking, Juan, you don't have to carry the baby. And just based off of looking at Juan, I'm not trying to be very, very um, uh, negative with Juan, but I don't see them having a new baby and really being all giggly, smiley. I rarely see them smiling together. Like, how y'all going to bring a new baby into the world in all of that? It's just too much. And then she said he wasn't around as much when she had her first two kids. So he really missed everything. And then he was like, nah, we not, that's not it. Like, we're not going to do that. They really have a lot to talk about. Like you can't ring around the rosy when it comes down to kids because you have to raise them. It's not just, oh my God, here's a bunch of maternity shoots. And then the baby comes out and they raise themselves. No, y'all both have to do that together. And I have to say the pandemic has really showed a lot of parents, okay? What they are doing how their system is or isn't working, who their children are, okay? How school is for their kids and just et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Like it shows you who you are and who your children are and actually who your partner is. You know what I'm saying? So for Juan and Robin, I'm not saying don't make it last forever, keep sweat. But honey, if they can't even get to a wedding date, all right, I'm just saying, I don't think another baby is in the cards right now. But honey, let me get out of her uterus. But it looks like Robin is not excited and don't want it. Okay. And then for Juan, I don't know why he, I think he just wants a girl. But at the same time, it's more than that, sweetheart. It's it's a lot more than that. But they have a lot of talking to do. Like they really, I mean, a lot of talking, a lot. Candace is now signing with E1. All right, girl, you better do it, Candace. You really think I'm late? <laughs> I'm sorry. I have to do that every single time. I mean, the executives basically told her, you know, on social and all that stuff, just basically hyping her up and telling her, this is what we're going to do. This is our game plan. And she was like, honey, I shine on social media. And they were like, no, honey, you, you don't even glisten. Like you, you do a lot on the social media. Like you want to be an artist, ma'am. Like you can't be doing, you can't, you got to do better, honey, bud. quit making a damn mess. But the aha is that's what's going on with all of the artists right now in entertainment. They just saying whatever the hell they want to, they, um, teams do damage control and they don't give not a damn okay they, they really don't it's like you know the artist but then you know their personality so much more now it's not like it used to be in music where you didn't really know the artist you just knew the records and all you could do was look at right on y'all remember right on and word up magazine word up 
That's all you can read about to know about your favorite celebrity. Where now, you know, all their personal life and you don't know what the hell they doing professionally. And that's the aha with Candace's girl. We already looking at you like, what? And now I will say I did enjoy her first single. I thought it was cute. So she is coming back with, hey, I really got the music. So shout out to her for that. But girl, quit making a damn mess so we can take you seriously. Thank you so much. Oh, back to taking somebody seriously. Robin and Juan again. But look at God. She has a warehouse now. Won't he do it? They get back to the baby stuff. I want to say, let's just talk about the hat. Something that is tangible that we can talk about right now. But they want to talk about the, well, Robin wants to talk about the baby stuff. And she wants to make sure that there isn't a repeat of the past. And he was like, Robin, don't do that. Don't do that. I said, "Uh uh-oh, you know (laughs) when they accents start coming out. He mad. He was like, you being stupid, making me out to be a dickhead. I said, oh, shit. Not Robin, you're being stupid. Is that a way that you talk to your wife? Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't like it. I'm sorry. When people call people names, like you're stupid, you're dumb, you're this, you're that. Like, I I don't like that. I never have. I wish my husband would. <laughs> I wish he would call tell me I'm being stupid or anything like that. And I wish I would do that to him. Like we don't do that. Uh-uh. You can't take that type of shit back. You just don't do that. And I don't like it's it's different when you like tell you stupid. Like if we joking, okay? But if you really saying you being stupid or you're stupid, that's demeaning. Like don't do that. Mm-mm. No, no, no. I have done good and mighty work in my life, especially when it comes to my relationship, to be a better person and to make sure that I don't disrespect my partner. Like that, that's even just storming out. I don't care how mad your ass is. Storming out, getting in the car, she running out. Why? Why? And you could tell that was for the cameras because the way he just got in the car, took his mic off, brought it out. Here's my microphone. Why? Don't leave me. I mean, then she comes over. They have the conversation that they should have had in the warehouse. And then he was like, you know what? It's not going to be like that again. I'm not that person no more. Why? That's what you should have said. And then he was like, I'm out of here. Almost rolled the girl arm up in the window so that he could storm off. I said, sir, y'all don't need another dependent right now. I don't know what y'all need a sandwich or something and calm your little asses down. Go get you a hot chocolate or something. I don't know. Something to calm yourself down. Take a CBD pre-roll. I don't know, but that is too damn much. You don't need another dependent right now because you're going to show them that's what you do when you're upset about something is you storm off. You just huff and puff and blow the house down child get out of here no I don't I don't mm -mm, no and shout out to Robin for at least saying hey we do need to talk about this I don't want a repeat of the past and shout out to Juan even though he just stormed off by saying I'm not that dude no more he don't want to be that dude he don't want to be seen in that light but at the same time you kind of doing it you running out it's too damn much. Oh my God. It's too damn much. I can't, I can't peel back their layers. I'm sorry. I don't want to do it. I'm not going to do it. Oh, it's time for the renewal. The venue inside is cute, but honey, them stairs, hell no, 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 no. That's too, how many stairs were those? It's too damn much. 
everybody shows up and Michael is on his way. I mean, all the cast is there. Michael's on his way. I said, well, look at God. Wendy and Eddie came in. And of course, no one spoke on either side when it came to Robin and Giselle. And I'm sitting here like, why does that even fucking matter? It, like, it really didn't matter. Um, Something that did matter was why did Wendy wear that tight ass dress? Talk about when she sat down, I heard something rip. Ma'am, I know you have other fashions and I'm here for a good old tight something. I'm here for it. I cannot wait after I have my, after, after I have my pregnancy, after I have my baby, then I can go back to wearing tight shit and my crop tops and, you know, doing it. But at the same time, ma'am, you have other frocks. You didn't have to wear that, sweetheart. It was too much. Ooh, Giselle, I really believe she just wanted something to say at the table. Mm-hmm. She's talking about she's dating again. He's younger, commentator, about 34. Honey, didn't nobody give a damn what he did or how old he was. At least he was not Jamal, okay? That is best. I don't care if that dude working Krispy Kreme. I don't care. But then this is how I knew she was not that she was lying, but he didn't last long was in the confessional. She was like, when they were asking, so tell us about your new bow. She was like, it's none of your business, girl. There's no business about it. it he's either your man or he's not. So no, I, I don't think she had a man. And even at the end where they were wrapping everything up, they said she's no longer with the commentator. So, but um, bum, yeah. Okay. So how about we get to the men in their room? I don't know how we got on that topic, but Chris doesn't wear his in the house. Okay, well, at least he wears it outside. I don't know. Michael has some type of convenient knot on his ring finger. I, I don't know. Well, sir, you should get that removed or something or get a tattoo. I, I don't know, especially for Michael. Michael, he must have his ring on at all times because, you know, he's a wet willy. He just is. Uh, and child, wine just need to be quiet. He's talking about, well, I mean, I play basketball. So I'm sitting here like, so you don't play it anymore. You could wear it after the game, sir. Like, I don't need to know all of the extras <laughs> with that. They're giving, they're just giving me too many excuses. Okay, just keep your fucking ring on. Like, I don't understand it. I don't get it. Especially now, you can have the little bouncy rings. Even for me, without my ring on, I feel like something's going on with my hand. Like, it's it's naked Marcus Houston so I don't understand that that just made no damn sense either way we moving on to the ceremony Macy Gray's ass came out of nowhere and then here's the pastor everybody eating their little appetizers I'm the horse divers and drinking I'm confused as hell I'm like what in the hell is going on Oh, so here comes Karen. She has to walk up those stairs. Shit. I wanted to say there was no trap door for you to come out of. Uh-uh. Beautiful dress, though. Honey, they made sure Ray was already up there. <laughs> or it would have taken two hours for the both of them to get up them damn steps. Anywho, I felt just like Candace. Where is the Jumbotron so we can see what the hell is going on at this wedding? Like, everybody's looking up. I was very, very confused. Giselle, shut the hell up. We really do not need your commentary. But then I was like, well, wait, what you talking about? Karen be sliding in DMs. Anyway, let's keep going. But relationships do take constant work, honey, and both parties have to do the work. That is the truth, especially when they were doing their vows, going back and forth. It was like, yo, thank you for sticking with me. No, thank you. And I was like, yes, yes. Everything is not going to be amazing all the damn time, but you have to work to at least want to be with your partner. That is very, very important. Ooh, when they started kissing, I almost threw the hell up. I was like, oh, is that a tug? 
I'm such a child, but I just, I don't want to think about her and Raymond having any type of heated intercourse. I don't want to think about it. Macy started singing. Um, That's the thing. I've always enjoyed how Macy Gray hasn't gave a damn either. I've enjoyed it. Yes, dance, little Ray Ray. Give it to him, little Ray Kwan. I am here for it. Oh my God. Here comes Michael. Finally, uh, there's photos and hugs and it was nice at first. It's time to eat, like really sit down and eat more drinks. I mean, more Coronas are pulled out. One out of nowhere was like, it's time to squash the shit, right? Talking specifically to Michael and Chris. And I'm like, ooh, Chris said, I mean, I can let it go. Michael was like, I don't like people being mean to my wife. Juan was trying to be the mediator the whole time, which is great because we didn't need the women folk for this one. We needed another man. Michael, he specifically wants an apology for Chris putting his hands on him. Now, here comes Robin. And I was like, girl, did we did we ask you? Did we specifically ask you to do anything? But I did enjoy her commentary. She was like, you can't act like you did nothing wrong. And then I was like, that's the truth. And Michael had the ball sack to say, what did I do? I said, child, what would you do if your son was at home crying all alone on the bedroom floor because he's hungry? And the only way to feed him is to sleep with a man for a little bit of money because his daddy's dog somewhere. Okay. anyway, that was my city high. But what 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 did you do, Michael? You did a lot of things. Candace was sitting there out of nowhere and said, this is the whitest privilege ever and had to walk out. I said, Candace, you just had to have your little moment, didn't you? Child. But then I was looking at Candace like, you do the same shit half the time. No accountability. So the biggest thing was Giselle was like, okay, if we do squash this, no more disrespecting each other's wives. How about that? They shake on it. It's cool. Juan finally hugs Michael. Michael was so excited about that. And it was straight. Everybody was fine. While everybody is dancing, doing a little, um, what's the, it's like candy. That best man. Yeah. Whenever they were doing that, Juan was like, yo, I got to get an Uber. I'm about to go. And he, she was like, where are you going? And he was like, I got to work. I said, shaking my damn head. Ain't no damn work. Uh, anyway, Chris is tight with Candace on the wall saying that the white privilege comment was over the top. And honestly, it was Candace and Chris that were popping off at each other about Michael the whole time. Bravo set us up to let us down. They thought that it was something going on. They let us, they let me believe that it was something going on with Chris and Michael. No, it was Candace and Chris. I was like, child, this is too much. And that's another couple that talk bad to each other and need to do better with that. Okay. Because I don't know. They can both storm off. They can both say, you shut the fuck up to me. It's, it's too damn much. I said, oh my God, I got the hives listening to them and I'm sick of it. I am. Then it was time for Bravo, you know, to do the wrap ups. And that was it. So I have to say the finale, it wasn't bad. But at the same time, they built me up and didn't give me what I wanted at the end. So this reunion better not disappoint. I'm going to say that one more time. Y'all listen to me now. This reunion better not disappoint. Okay. Don't disappoint me. I don't, I don't have time. I don't, I really, child, I'm trying to tell y'all I don't have the time. All 
right, y'all, let's go ahead and get into this week's What You Say Happen Now topics. Honey, Jada and Will are in the news again, child. They back. I couldn't not discuss this because I didn't discuss Will Smith's latest GQ interview because, honey, I was just over it. But now here comes Jada with another Red Table Talk, honey, spilling tea. And I enjoy Red Table Talk just like anybody else. So this latest episode with Gwyneth, I can't even say her name. I've been messing up her name. Gwyneth. Everybody, let's use our uh, cheek muscles. Gwyneth Paltrow sparked a whole bunch of controversy. Honey, did you watch it? Or did you watch the little clip? Or did you watch the whole episode? But either way, the topics were maintaining a good sex life and communicating your needs to your partner. Now, I know everybody can attest that they think about this and need to. I mean, shit, it's natural to think about, okay, we need to maintain a good sex life, maintain a good sexual contact with your partner and communicating your needs to your partner and vice versa. So here's what Jada said. She was like, it's hard out here. The thing Will and I talk about a lot is the journey itself. We started in this at a very young age. I mean, like 22 years old. That's why the accountability part really hit hard for me because I think you expect your partner to know what you need, especially when it comes to sex. It's like, well, if you love me, You should know if you love me, you should read my mind. And that's a huge pitfall, baby. That part, nobody, Keith Sweat, nobody can read your mind. If you don't tell your partner, honey, they not going to know. And the biggest aha is your partner has to be willing to listen and take into consideration what your needs are and what you're trying to convey and vice versa. Okay, it's it's great for you to be able to tell your partner what you need. But honey, can you listen when your partner telling you what they need? Okay, but the biggest aha is I can really see how everybody, you know, took the episode the wrong way and out of context. Basically, Will didn't read her mind good enough, so August did. Let me quit. Let me stop. But either way, Gwyneth said a person can feel crushed when their partner isn't able to understand what's inside their head. Honey, you can't tell me you haven't felt like that ever in your life, but nobody can just chill inside our brains and theirs at the same damn time. Like we wish that our partners could just literally know what we're thinking. And everybody's felt like that before. So I can understand. Jada went on to say, honey, you tell me what you need. Tell me what you want. And on top of it, I know that I have to be accountable to do the same. I really try. It's uncomfortable, but it's deeply healthy. And I think around sex because something it's something that we don't talk about and there's so much fantasy around it. Honey, I think it's very important to talk about heated relations, people. Just do it. Why is this still so taboo to talk to your partner about sex or tell your partner or ask for what you need? Now, granted, I just started doing this um recently but it's so liberating and it doesn't give your partner time to think I wonder what he or she wants like you basically just put it out there and honey you have to do that granted not even when it comes to sex when it comes to everything in your life like literally saying what you want and getting it you know what I'm saying but it's a it's a process it doesn't happen overnight honey now we know that Will and Jada have had no problems being with other people, okay? Jada was with August Alcina and anybody else. I don't know who else he was with. And Will just said he had other chicks too in his GQ interview. Now, I told y'all it wasn't just Jada, especially if they never believed in a conventional marriage. Now, Will mentioned that 
part in his interview with GQ, he basically said Jada had family members that had an unconventional relationship. So she grew up in a way that was very different than how I grew up. There were significant, endless discussions about what is relational perfection? What is the perfect way to interact as a couple? And for the large part of our relationship, monogamy was what we chose, not thinking of monogamy as the only relational perfection. Honey, That type of stuff is not my cup of tea. But if that's how their marriage is set up, that's why we were all surprised because they didn't let us know that. And granted, they didn't need to. We're not in their business. We don't stay or live or sleep with them. But the only reason it was really divulged, in my opinion, was due to August, Augustus, coming out last year, okay, during the pandemical, in my opinion. But of course, we all knew something was going on with Will and Jada. Now, everybody was talking about it. But either way, I feel as though Will and Jada... They love to talk in circles, child. And I took from that that they are very different with how they view marriage in general. Will wanted the cookie cutter lifestyle as he has discussed um, endless times. He wanted the cookie cutter lifestyle, marriage, home, etc. And Jada was like, cookie what? <laughs> as she had stated, she didn't grow up with that. She was literally like, yo, I just want to do my thing when I do my thing. But then I met Will and then we had kids and shit, I was just doing that. So being monogamous was like hit or miss for the both of them until the shit blew up and they had to talk about it. Now, in my opinion, there is no such thing as relational perfection or a perfect way to interact. You have to figure out what works for your relationship. And that's just that on that. But when I read uh, what they say, relational perfection, I said, what the hell is that? Ain't no damn way. Or a perfect way to interact. Ain't no damn way. I figured (sighs) relationships are like puzzles. Or the pieces to the puzzle. You got to continuously figure that shit out. Because somebody going to break the puzzle. Something going to happen. Somebody going to knock it over. You got to put shit back together again. It's like a crazy ass base that breaks sometimes. You got to be like, damn, this piece used to go right here. Let me move this around. Okay, it's still working out. Like, uh, it's it's a constant, something you constantly have to work on. But relational perfection? Ain't no damn. Uh uh-uh no perfect way to interact no uh uh-uh no 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 but either way y'all let's uh keep will and jada lifted up in prayer so most stuff has come out about will today that i don't even want to talk about i'm tired of talking about them okay i need them to go back to doing movies and things that we're used to i'm getting too much into their personal life now i'm in their bed it's a lot going on and i just want them to sit down somewhere okay speaking of something going on and on dame dash and jay-z it's the rock. Now, Dame now has a change of heart and wants to squash the beef since Jay-Z shouted him out during his rock and roll Hall of Fame speech. Now, in his speech, Jay said, shout out to Dame. I mean, I know we don't see eye to eye, but I mean, I could never erase his accomplishments, you know, <laughs> and I appreciate you. And I thank you for all that. He also thanked co-founder of Rockefeller Records, uh, Biggs Burke, saying he appreciates him too and thanking them collectively for their journey. Now, Dame, now, you know, he wouldn't go and let this go. Spoke with page six and said the shout out was beautiful. He was like, I'm glad he said it for the culture. We need to squash everything. So hopefully this was an extended olive branch and I'll make sure to give one back. He said, I have no beef with him. If he has no beef with me, let's get the lawyers out of it and let's talk like men. And I appreciate it. I said, wait, lie lawyers? What? But I forgot that they do have legal issues because Dame attempted to sell Jay's, um, album reasonable doubt as an nft i said lord jesus 
first of all, y'all are too damn old. And don't work together as it is. Y'all be doing shit on your own for the longest, okay? Please move forward. Y'all have too much to do, families to raise, and shit to do, okay? And they are, they have helped the culture in both ways, okay? On both sides. So I don't know why they were still beefing, but shout out to Jay-Z for saying, I ain't got no beef. Shout out to you. Thank you so much. You did help. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And that's just that on that. Speaking of family legacy, uh, Kobe Bryant's early investments are paying off in a big way for his family. Uh, Kobe's family will be receiving more than 400 million after Coca-Cola announced on Monday that it has acquired body armor in a $5.6 billion dollar deal. Kobe was Body Armor's third largest shareholder after he invested $6 million in the company back in 2013, just two years after it was founded. Now, I think that is amazing just hearing or seeing somebody literally put money into something that they see that will be valuable. You know what I'm saying? Taking the calculated risk and then over time, which is very, very unfortunate, seeing it grow and with his unfortunate passing and now to see this deal happen, um, ugh, it's just a lot. But his wife, Vanessa, inherited his stake in body armor, which was valued at $200 million in 2020. Coca-Cola's acquisition of the company has doubled the value of Kobe's shares. Now, Kobe, I mean, he's had a variety of of investments, uh, endorsement deals, projects. I mean, I didn't even know he had his own venture capital firm. I mean, it really all of this contributes. And I didn't even know that he is one of seven. I just said seven athletes to be worth over a hundred billion dollars or more. Like that is crazy. The amount of impact and the amount of calculated risk and just reading about Kobe Bryant and watching things. It's like, damn, dude was really just doing it. Like, you know what I'm saying? My mom always says, what are you going to do with your dash? Now, granted, we didn't know the dash was really going to be complete, you know, with Kobe Bryant, but just to see everything that he accomplished and how serious he was about his craft. And really, like I said, just taking those calculated risks, it really makes you think, wow, you definitely set yourself self up for success as well as your family and the legacy. Like, that's just amazing. So even hearing about, you know, Jay-Z, Dame Dash, they've all in their respective ways helped the culture. You know what I'm saying? And moving forward to help their family and to just see what people do every day. It's inspiring. Um, And it inspires me, you know, to keep moving and keep growing. And everything that you do is not in vain. You sometimes feel like, damn, I'm doing all this. What am I doing it for? And it's like, no, you're doing it for your family. You're doing it for the next generation. You know what I'm saying? So that makes me hustle harder and makes me want to go. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I thought that was um, fantastic to read. Aside from the fuck shit that we be reading every day, sometimes you want to see real, real stuff. So Hopefully in the future we can hit on, you know, some real, real tings. You know what I'm saying? Not saying all the fuck shit that we read and the rumor mill. I love to see it. But, you know, there's a lot of other things that we need to consume to help us move forward as a people. You know what I'm saying? But those are this week's What You Say Happen Now topics. If you have any topics that you want me to hit on, you know, make sure to hit us up. And uh, I'll talk to y'all next week. Thank you so much.
much for listening. But before you go, make sure to follow and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, be sure to rate us and leave us a review. Every single comment matters. You can also find me on Twitter and Instagram at Miss TP90. See y'all next week. <laughs>